Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another Solution Sunday because the soul is the solution. Welcome Tapping to into who Sunday. we truly are as souls in bodies on this beautiful, gorgeous planet Earth. Welcome to this version of Solution Sunday with my very good friend Trish Smallhofer. Today, we are going to do a beautiful ceremony to create coherence. Coherence! <laughs> Trisha, welcome. Thank you so much, Lisa. I always love just chatting with you. I love it. <laughs> it's always fun. We always have a great time. Good morning, Brenny. <laughs> love having love having people join us live on Facebook as we do these. So we've been talking a little bit this week about coherence. Oh, echo. How do I get the echo? Let's see. All right. I think we're good. All right. So Trisha, what do you think about coherence? What does that word mean to you? Okay. First, I want to take a breath. <laughs> you know how life is. And this is actually how what we've just experienced, Lisa, with the technosphere. It's a whole nother realm we're navigating when we're doing these lives. And it's all waves and webs is how I look at it. And coherence to me, no matter what field we're operating in, whether it's our internal field, whether it's the technosphere field, whether it's a relationship field or family field, that one we need help with, right? <laughs> the unified field, the, the town, the, the country, the planet field, they're all these fields of energy. And um, so coherence is to me, I actually looked up the definition because, you know, I'm, I like to look at, I, I know what I've contemplated about it, but I like to look up like definitions and wor words fascinate me. Coherence, the definition of it that I felt fit what we're talking about is the quality of forming a unified whole. Now, unification. So coherence, when I sank into it yesterday and this morning and meditated and really contemplated it, I kept seeing this energy just in my, my midline, like these waves. So when I'm really sinking into coherence, it's kind of like it has to start here. It has to start inside and then it resonates out or resonates in or it resonates 
through because it's all the same in, out, up, down. <laughs> oh, but it's all the same, but our brains see it as different because we're in a realm of polarity. So resonance to me or coherence to me is emitting this beautiful wave of this unification, this harmony, harmony kept coming. I kept seeing waves going out that's just smoothing out the knots. It's getting everything in alignment, in harmony, in a nice flow. And then I would travel inward and do coherence going in. Um, I found going in first seemed to allow the going out to be a little more, um, I don't know, flowy, <laughs> flowy, harmonizing. So long answer to your short question. Uh, I love that <clears throat> because there are so many, you know, we are each completely unique souls. So each one of us has completely unique perspectives and they're not right and wrong perspectives. They're simply different perspectives. And I love how you, how you look at that, you know, the out and the in, you know, it's, it's all the same. <laughs> it's beautiful. But, you know, but as humans, our brains, um, we have two sides of the brain, you know, and, and, that's why I like contemplation because it's allowing the two sides to kind of talk. Yeah. We have that side that's analytical, that likes to put things in boxes and rows and organize. It's like that part of our mainframe computer that's like, doo, 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 doo. where's that file? Where's that memory? You know, logic, it's numbers. So that part of our brain in this realm we're in, the earthly realm, everything feels like it's in polarity because it is two sides so we just naturally think in out up down and that side of the brain can locate that this side of the brain is the flowy side it's the patterns and the songs and the beauty and the intuition and the feels and the the colors and shapes and so when those two are working together and then we start raising consciousness we start raising the consciousness to this place of observer that's what we're all when we say we're practicing meditation really it's to get solid in that space of the observer <clears throat> where the observer understands there's no in and out and up and down and that it's there's no time you know time is is not linear, but when we're in this body and in this this frame and the two sides are just, it's like we have to sort out, that was the past, this is the present, this is the future. But when we're really looking at what's what's happening on these these other levels, these these higher vibrational levels, um, and we're talking about coherence that or even time travel, right? Um, it's it's all happening in the present moment. It's being in that observer in that present moment. And um, but our brains still like to break things down and label it. And sometimes we have to honor that. That's really just part of a brain function as a human being. Is it's okay to 
to dissect and take a look at a, at a micro piece because really when you look at it, that micro piece is a reflection of the macro Sad. because there is no micro macro. So yeah, it's all to give our brains a little bit of opportunity to play and, um, and to see it in different ways. And I think that's why conversations like this are just so fun and passionate. And, and it's because I like to hear how your brain's seeing things and compare it to how my brain is seeing things and have fun with it and, and open up to new perspectives and new frames and new lenses. To me, that's why I'm here is to have fun with, with knowledge and learning from each other. And yeah. I love it. <laughs> so one of the ways that we will focus a little bit on coherence today is really bringing both sides of the brain into coherence. I you like know, that. You know, we have, because we have this, this division of the two hemispheres of the brain, it's very easy to have incoherence, to have non-coherence, to have the left and the right sides not communicating as coherently as we would desire. And, uh, you know, one of the ways that the, the incoherence happens from my perspective is that we are, we are non-physical beings. That is who and what we are. The body is simply the physical vessel that we are using to have an experience here in the physical realm. And the majority of us is literally non-physical. We have a light body. We have layers. We have a mental and we have an emotional body, a mental body, a causal body, a spiritual body. There are many layers of us. And we have a, an architecture of non-physicalness. We have a, a, a chakra system <laughs> that, you know, if those chakras are collapsed, if they are not working properly, the information does not flow through properly from source to ourselves. And the communication gets very, very mixed up. <laughs> You know, when we're operating only as the physical self and we're looking at all the physical stuff and, oh my gosh, this isn't good. They say that's bad. Oh, this doesn't sound right to me. And we're operating from this linear mind and from this programming that we're receiving. All of that causes internal strife. It causes division within because a lot of the information that we're fed doesn't really feel very good. <laughs> and that serves to start shutting down the flow of energy within. And our chakras, instead of being, you know, beautiful and spherical and whole, start to get wonky. <laughs> and when, when we're wonky inside in the non-physical structure, the architecture of ourselves... <laughs> things get really wonky in our lives, but we're not taught how to restore coherence to our non-physical architecture. 
Right. Right. And so you've touched on so many really good things there. Um, of course, I could talk about each and every one, but I think the one that I'm kind of honing in on is um, the body. You know, we we have waves all around us. Like I feel like we're, I in meditation, once I received this message, like we're in water. This really is a water planet. Even the element of water, you know, you got lakes and oceans and we have water in us and our bodies really do match the planet, the amount of water we have in the planet. Uh, that's for another, that's another podcast we could do. But um, we're also in water here. It's just a different density of water. It's waves and currents and flows and ebbs and tides. And there's also in the cosmos, it's very watery. It's plasma energy. Yes. Yes. Well, and then when we get into the higher densities, we combine elements and then we get these cool things, right? Where it's like, it's not just water. It's water with all of these other things all like playing together. Right. And yes, plasma. Um, like your shirt. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when I saw your shirt. It's plasma. Oh, wow. It's coherence because I, I see talking to you and your frame of plasma because you see things differently than I do. We're working with the same thing. We're all working with the same energies, but we see them from different lenses. It's all correct. So, all right, let me go back. So um, you were talking about the getting hit with these waves of emotions and programming. Oh my gosh, I'm a bad person. If I do this, my my dad's not going to love me, or you know, or oh, I'm getting fired at work, and ah, you know, it's like these are waves, and we're interpreting them as um, something. It's it's it can trigger something in the body. I do I do somatic work in fascia, like. So we could go into fascia, this web of tissue, and that fascia is this web that keeps going out. Like you see the plasma, I see the fascia. Mm -hmm. We're getting, we get thrown off and it causes knots. It causes trauma. It causes, but we're interpreting it that way. So in order to have coherence inside, so then we can spread coherence in our external world, we have to unknot this. We have to look at the programming. We have to look at the mindset, the lens. What, what can, how can I look at things differently? Or how can I do alchemy with this anger that's like, oh, coming up in me and shift it and shift it into maybe some medicine, maybe into a different perspective of that story of why I'm interpreting this wave as anger. How can I work with that? It's taking, we do heal ourselves in every body that you've mentioned. That also goes inward as well. How can we heal on all of these levels, extending our consciousness that we are all of this and how can we smooth that out? So then coherence, coherence, I love that word unified whole that's ultimately what we are exactly you know we're we are taught to look only at the physical body 
We're taught to look only at the physicalness. We're not taught to look at the non-physicalness, the things that are invisible. If we, if they are not visible, we are taught that they're not real. They don't exist, mm -hmm. which is completely not true. And, you know, if our, the mental body and the emotional body have a rift, if there is an incoherence in the energy body, that incoherence will show up then in the physical body. There's nothing wrong with the physical body. The problem is in the non-physical structure. The energies are not flowing properly. So if the energies are not flowing properly, they're not going to flow properly in the physical body. And the physical body, wherever the, the ailment in the physical body is, it is pointing directly at the spot in the non-physical body where the trauma is, where that fascia is knotted up and not allowing the energy to flow. Right. So th this is the reason why the medical system is literally just a sick care system because they're just looking at the physical body going, oh, you have a problem. There's something wrong with you. Actual healing happens when we restore the coherence of our non-physical architecture. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, pain, you know, the physical pain is what speaks the loudest to us, right? The emotional pain's a little quieter, you know, and these, these more subtle energies where we may have the knots or where we're not having coherence, the plasmas, coagulated <laughs> um it's like those are a little harder to because when we have a physical pain when my knee is screaming at me or I'm having a hard time breathing or I might have a diagnosed thing like asthma I don't know why asthma is coming up maybe someone that listening is having that or you know the lung it's it's let's look at all the contributing factors to this. Like, sure, you may have been exposed to something in your environment, and there may be a developmental issue that happened with the lungs, but you can, the body can even repair that, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, there's cells that actually can go back in time. There's glial cells that you can, they have memory of development. So even if it's a birth um, issue, development issue that doesn't mean that's not fixable just putting that on the shelf there so if you have like asthma it's looking at okay lungs i'm taking in chi i'm taking in air how it's it's really observing and seeking knowledge with curiosity trying again in that observer to say all right let me remove the fact that i can't breathe sometimes and that it hurts but let's like look at it from this observer like okay, the lungs, and if you look at Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic medicine or all of these other frames of how to look at the body, the lungs are taking in spirit. They are bringing in the oxygen that's hit going into the red blood cells and taking it to the rest of the body. So the lungs are also, um, I think, what does Louise Hay always say? Oh gosh, I can't. It's probably like if asthma would be restricting taking in life or something like that. 
So what you're saying, though, is also looking at these quantum reasons why asthma might be happening. Is it a past life thing or a parallel life? Something else, a part of me in one of these more subtle bodies where there's a nod or there's an issue that's then part of the pattern of this asthma. Right. Looking at all of it. Yeah. And that label, asthma. Yes. It's a structure. It's a it's a it's an energetic structure that says. Here's what happens. So as long as we're wearing that label, I have asthma. Mm -hmm. Asthma then becomes one of those knotted up fascia things. (laughs) And as long as we continue to wear that label, that label has to continue to play out in our energy field because we believe that we have asthma and we cannot have asthma and not have asthma at the same time asthma is always going to add is always going to override perfect health because right. it's a knotted up structure in our energy field it's a belief system and when we believe that we have that then we have that And we can't get rid of it until we're willing to see that we don't have asthma. (laughs) And that's going to sound kind of weird to some people. But I I work with people with chronic conditions and they become their condition. I am fibromyalgia. Like they might sometimes they'll say my fibromyalgia. They actually claim it. Yeah. And over time, they become it. And so it's unwinding from that. Yeah. Identifying that really it's just the body talking to you. Exactly. It's just our bodies. Let's, I want to start saying our bodies Mm -hmm. because we, you know, it is just to change that thing of we are more than just physical. Um, But our bodies are talking to us. That's what symptoms are. It's communication. It's dialogue. It's just a language that we have to learn. Just like if I have to learn Spanish, I have to learn the language of the body. And so um, if if we look at the biological laws and how the architecture and the physical structure work together, how our belief systems, how our our past memories and our physical body work together, asthma is like, I can't breathe. So what would trigger an event that would cause us to not breathe? It would be a territorial scare fright. It's like you see something, it's like, and you can't breathe in that moment. So it could be any number of things, but that's the issue that would trigger asthma. That when that would be the original thing, and then anytime any anything in our when the original thing would happen, okay, the original scare fright happened the psyche looks around and and notices everything in the environment in that moment and it'll pick on one thing 
can't, it's kind of random. But then every time that one thing shows up in our environment, the body goes, oh, and it goes right back to, oh my gosh, the last time that thing was in my environment, it was scary. So asthma is simply, uh-oh, there's something wrong with me. I have asthma without the awareness of this thing is triggering a, a memory. And if I simply clear out all of these memories, if I return to coherence between me and source, mm-hmm. knowing that I am always taken care of, I am always safe. Mm -hmm. I am always provided for. Everything I need is being given to me. When we restore that coherence and we clear out the idea that something is scary or something's wrong with me or something's going to kill me because we're infinite beings, we can't die. When we clear out that trauma, then we restore our natural architecture and the asthma goes away. It's not a thing anymore. That's right. And, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking even like, yes, the the frights that, ah, you know, like, and then constricting the lungs, that, that, that trauma, um, if it is a developmental issue born with asthma, you're born with it. It maybe mom had a fright. Or even looking at this, these, these that we are other timelines are influencing us, especially now. Everything's kind of converging now. Mm-hmm. Um, the coherence that we're talking about goes even across that. Mm-hmm. We can even extend it into our other selves, and that is even like looking on a bigger scale. But just even just if someone's even hearing that for the first time, just like bringing that awareness in now can move it across that. Um, The mind, what I keep hearing from you is the mind, the mind and the body are really connected. The mind really instructs the body. And if we're operating from these tangles, from these traumas or these mindsets or these, um, then then that's the signals the body's getting or even what you said about the I am asthma you know I have this diagnosis and that's what we're continuously informing the body so when you're trying to heal it and you're taking this supplement or you're taking this pill or injection the body's like well no I have this I am this that's not even and then it might even fight against that because it's like no no so really getting the mind in coherence you know getting the mind itself in a whole unified field in order to then extend that out into the body it's like i almost see going in the micro there's little unified fields of coherence and then we can spread that out to the to the whole of coherence the mind the mind really is the key. Exactly. You know, the mind is the, you know, we all know that we're body, mind, and soul. Well, the the soul has universal wisdom. The, it knows the soul, all of it. It's connected right? to all that there is. Exactly. The mind is the part that's been programmed. We've yeah. been taught what to think, when to think, how, now you're going to English class. Now you're going to go learn history. and. You know, 
right? We've been programmed, they call it TV programs for a reason. <laughs> we have been programmed to think. A soul doesn't need to think. The soul simply knows. There is no need to have to think and try to figure it out and try to process things. So if you look at, we are the soul, infinite, immortal. Then this mind becomes the structure. It becomes the architecture from which we operate. And it's very limited and very distorted. Look at all the distorted messages that we have received. You're a sinner. There's something wrong with you. You know, why did you do that? You shouldn't have done that. And then we simply make the box smaller and smaller and smaller. And we feel smaller and smaller. And I'm not okay. I'm a victim. I need to protect myself. Not true. <laughs> and that is definitely one of the mindsets that we can fall into. Definitely. Our experiences can lead us there. And um, I think, you know, my experience working with people now is people are seeking like we're remembering yes and it's just happening as we evolve the cells are remembering we're remembering oh my gosh I do know that and even people that aren't like actively working on their path to raise their consciousness and their they may their gift here may not be what ours is they may be to be a good dad you know and and it's like but they're still seeking they're still looking at maybe that old way of doing things is not right. So it's like seeking and, and I'm seeing like cells turn on and open up and this coherence piece, even in the cells are happening. And so even if someone had a different experience than that, where they really liked the church they went to, they really had a beautiful faith community. Um, they might have gotten into a job. I don't know. It's But then they still are at a point where they have trauma or they have programming that at a certain point when things are really turning on, they're like, wait a minute, that's not right for me anymore. Or that way of thinking was okay then, now it's not because it's, it's tangling me up or a physical symptoms coming up, um, a restriction or a not. And so... <clears throat> what we're talking about with coherence, it really depends on what our, um, where we're all at. It's like, we can look at it in different ways and it's still all the same and still all good. Um, I think the key is to be aware first of what we're talking about, that we're not just those physical things. Um, or even if it's showing up in our relationships with each other, which a lot of people, that is where it's showing up is they're not able to communicate to their spouse or they all of these changes or awaken, awakenings are happening. And they're like, I don't know how to communicate this because that's programming too, how you talk to people. Um, so it's looking at this frame of, it's not just the body. Like that may show up as anxiety that I can't talk to my spouse. That may show up as a tightening of the chest or back going out, the neck going out of alignment across from communication, right? Um, 
but it's about being sovereign beings and we have a say in what we listen to and the programs that we disengage from, recognize not working for me, that was not mine, or working for me, I'm going to keep that one, <laughs> you know, and what's, what else is out there? What, what do I want to replace it with? Because that is, the mind is like a computer. I mean, that's how I see it. So what programs do you want to align with in order to work with this beautiful, sacred, physical body? That's how I see it. It's a, it's a beautiful, sacred vessel um, that's connected to the planet. And how do we connect into soul and, and this infinite wisdom and light and love and, and beauty that it is bringing into this sacred vessel? How do we get that mind in this alignment of that? Um, and sound is one way, meditation, body work, um, talking to a, a, a coach or a mental health counselor, or there's so many resources. There's so many resources. We're blessed with so many resources. Lisa, the, you're, the way that you teach the the, the way that you help people it's a beautiful resource for people the way that I help people craniosacral sound energy you know just connection that's my gift helping people connect to everything um but there's there's so much out there so that could lead into discernment what's right for me and so that's you have to I think it's trusting you know what's right for you when you are realizing you are connected to all that there is and all that wisdom and you are loving and appreciating this body and you're getting your mind in alignment and in that observer, you start to know what's right for you. You feel what's right for you. Yeah, but coherence, <laughs> bringing it back to coherence. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I love your analogy about the mind being the computer. You know, when we are running the original software from source itself, mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. run in complete harmony with the universe. We are in coherence with the universe, with source itself. But here in this physical realm, there are many thought viruses, just like a computer virus. When you get a computer virus, your computer doesn't work properly. Like you can't get it to run properly when there's a virus in there. Mm -hmm. And all of these thought viruses, they sneak in and they come in. I'm not okay. There must be something mm -hmm. wrong with me. They told me I'm not okay. They told me I screwed up. It must be my fault. These are all thought viruses. And yeah. they are the things that knot us up and distort us and stop the flow of energy. There's also, yeah. Incoherence. Yes. Yeah. I say that again because I interrupted you. Oh, they, these thought viruses bring incoherence. And then we simply project out that incoherence and it becomes our reality. And we go, see, there's obviously something wrong with me. They told me there was something wrong with me. And now it's obvious. I see there's something wrong with me. 
because that's what we have just generated. Yes. And if we go with my analogy of we're in water, right? You're projecting something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. Well, that wave has to come back, right? And what's it going to say? Something's wrong with me. You're going to be in a relationship where something's wrong with you. You're going to be in a job where something's wrong with you. Everything's going to reflect that back. Um, yeah. So it's it's coherence through our whole system, our whole complex system that even parts we may not even know about ever. <laughs> There's parts of us that we may not, our brain might not ever understand, but just kind of keeping our own unified field in that. I wanted to say too, there's collective thought forms. Absolutely. And and I even, in one of my um, studies, you know, we work with Akashic Records and the soul stuff and a lot of even entities. You hear people, oh, I have an entity attached to me. Most of the time, that's a thought form that has generated so much energy that it actually, it becomes its own life form. Yes. And so, and it whispers whatever created it is then the program that it's constantly running and we've created it or the collective has created it and we have chosen it's always choice to plug into it so it's owning uh, this is coming up of self-responsibility that we we choose our path we choose what we hook into when we're little we get the framework but even we can even say we choose our parents so even choose that but either way um we have that frame but then we can choose as adults what is not resonating what's not working for me and and we're choosing this thought form I'm going to plug into this one I'm not listening to or I want to generate positive thought forms because not all thought forms are bad we're always generating thought forms but maybe we can take responsibility to start generating positive love light wholeness vibrance yeah exactly and when we're in coherence and that'll come back. Those automatically are generated because those are what coherence bring. Yes. And you did say that because the negative thought forms are incoherent. It's I I say I see dissonance. Discoherent. Yeah. Discoherence. So it's oh, it's discoherence, not I mean it could be like we could look at it as discoherent as well. Yeah. Or incoherent. Like, you Let's know, the same words. Yeah, right. Make up words. They're all frequency. Let's have fun with it. But yeah. yeah, it's because, and I keep seeing these waves, right? It's like, so if these negative thought viruses or thought forms or programs are causing, you know, static dis discoherence, um, if we're if we're choosing to engage in the positive then that's going to flow out. And guess what comes back? In the tide, in the ebb and flow that everything's always in, everything's always moving, always, always breathing in and out or flowing, ebbing and flowing. So if we are, if we are in coherence within us and that sends out on the sea of chi, on the unified field, that's what's going to come back in our everyday experience and what manifests in our physical body. That's beautiful. 
Yeah. Do it. Let's let's look at coherence as source itself. This, This unified field of plasma energy, this water, the invisible water that we are in. It is everywhere. It is all pervasive. All that is. Mm-hmm. is created within source, within the one, all that is. So that is the background. It is here always. It never goes away. So coherence is always available. Within the coherence, there are many incoherent thought patterns right? All that is. Hate, anger, fear, disease, destruction, like all of these are part of the all that is. Some are in resonance. They are in the light. So peace, ease, prosperity, harmony, abundance, all of these things, happiness, joy, all of these things are in coherence with the light of source itself. The other things are the opposite, are in opposition to the light, our unawareness, the darkness, the heaviness, the I'm not okayness, right? Those are the incoherent things. So if we start to look at our natural state, the soul is created in perfect coherence like in divine perfection. It's who and what we are, always. We can't be not the soul. So if we look at, we already are the soul in perfect divine coherence. We also now have this energy structure, this light body that has taken a few hits. (laughs) You know, we've been driving around on this planet getting bumped and banged into with thought after thought. So now the the vehicle that we're driving has a a bunch of dents in it, (laughs) right? But we don't see these dents, but they show up in our physicalness. They show up in our bank accounts. They show up in our relationships. They show up in our physical bodies. And then we think, oh no, there's something wrong with me. So what if right now we set the intention, we have the body, we have our, our non-physical architecture. And then in the background, all pervasive is source. What if we do a little ceremony right now to bring all parts into coherence? That we start to restore the architecture of our light body. And the way we do that is just simply choosing we command it to be restored. We focus on coherence and restoring this architecture so that we can also restore the physical architecture at the same time. We restore the physical architecture by restoring the non-physical architecture. So, Trish is a masterful sound healer, 
and has agreed to use her gong and other sound instruments to help us create a field of coherence today so that we can all start placing our attention on coherence. And one of the most beautiful things about sound is that it is coherent vibrations. And if we focus on the vibration of the sound, we can literally vibrate ourselves back into coherence. Those sound waves act like a shower. And with our intention, those sound waves will do what we are commanding them to do, to bring coherence to all parts of ourselves back into coherence with source, with our own divinity. Yes. Can I add a little perspective in that? Absolutely. Being a, a body whisperer, um, I also want to honor to about the going in because source is in there as well. So going into the microverse, as it's being called, of the cells and the atoms and the because it's the same. If you if you look, I'm not even gonna go into that. So to honoring that we're we're gonna be going in for the coherence to source. And then we're going to be going out, if that's okay. Yeah, we go inside to connect to source. It's yeah. not outside of us. It's inside yeah. us. It's everywhere. Yes. Source is all of it. So, Lisa, I'm a little concerned that you're not going to be able to hear it. So I may have okay. to put, put, let's, let's just, I want to do a test because, yep. um, yeah, if you can't, I'm going to try something. Oh, yep. No. Okay. So I'm going to turn that thing on and if, see, it may do that buzzing noise. Yeah, that that's works. fine. But you'll be able to hear. Yeah. So. Okay, so I just want to see if you're going to hear. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so I just want everyone, you can close or open your eyes, whatever, and I just want you to take a breath. Find your center, your core essence that is your piece of source. We're going to journey within first, deep below your core, into the roots of your bodies, into the roots. As you journey down, if you come across any disharmony, any knots, any incoherent pieces, let the drum iron them out. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
start to journey outward. Bringing this beautiful coherence with us. Let the sound waves take you. Thank you. 
take a nice deep breath from the core of your being and spread on the exhale all of the light that you feel, the coherence through the waves. Send that out, out, out as far as you can. Spreading it to our fellow humans, our planet, our galaxy, our universe, our multiverse and beyond the way to source and as you breathe in from source bring it back in see that coherence go all the way back in to the core and then bring it down deep into the roots where we started keep going down bringing that light that source energy all the way into our roots and exhale out and send it back out it's perfection it's wholeness our unified field Every breath you take today and beyond, it will continue this wave that we've created here today, this coherence. It's beautiful. Aho. Amen. And so it is. I'm taking just an extra moment to see this field of coherence moving through the Earth's electromagnetic field, smoothing and calming all of those sound waves, all of the waves that generate incoherence on the planet, seeing coherence permeate the Earth's architecture, seeing peace, love, harmony, prosperity, moving all across the planet. A field of coherence, bringing source, nature, and humanity back into coherence. What would happen if every day you spent a few minutes creating a field of coherence for yourself, restoring your divine architecture, and then allowing that field of coherence to expand outward, to encompass your home, your neighborhood, your city, and all of planet Earth. We have the power. All it takes is intention and focus. It's time to restore this beautiful planet. It's time for us to create heaven on earth.
This is the power that we have. It's up to us to restore coherence. Tricia, thank you so much for this beautiful conversation and that incredible sound bath. The hearts are just going crazy on the Facebook page right now. <laughs> I can't, I don't, I can't see that, but that fills me up. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this was what? really beautiful. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Exactly. It's such an honor to have you here. Trisha is going to become a regular guest so that we can do these types of celebrations and ceremonies and intention setting on a more regular basis because, frankly, humanity needs this. <laughs> humanity needs us, all yeah. of us, to come together and create fields of coherence for ourselves and for this beautiful planet so that we can literally restore heaven on earth. Health, wealth, happiness, it's all natural. It's our true nature. So here we are restoring our true nature. <laughs> and we're doing, and we're having fun doing it, darn it. Yeah, right? It can That's be fun. Part. It doesn't that's enough to be toil and pain. Let's have fun while we restore. <laughs> exactly, right? There was nothing difficult about any of that. It was just beautiful, fun, and easy. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I love you too. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. So everyone, until next time, create for yourselves a beautiful, coherent, week. If you need assistance with creating a field of coherence for yourself, please feel free to reach out to either me or Trisha or both of us. Trisha, how do people reach out to you? Oh, yeah. Um, medhealers.com is my website. Um, medhealers with an S.com. And you can just, you can get to my email and everything on there. So, um, yeah, that's the best way. I have a lot of avenues, but let's just stick with that one. Great. So I've put that in the chat. So if you're on Facebook, just scroll down and you'll see the, the link in the chat. If you are listening on uh, YouTube or through my podcast, just check the show notes and the notes, the link will be in there as well. If you're looking to reach out to me, you can find me at connectingyoutoyou.com. Beautiful. Trisha, thank you so much. I look forward to having you on again. Yes. Who knows what we'll talk about then. Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good Sunday. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. 
I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.